We're on page Reish Ayantes of a new topic. Um, as you could say, somewhat of an easy topic, but also a critical topic, and that is Hakara Satov, the recognition of good. Um, we're surrounded by good, and uh, we all know, and this is, uh, you know, there's nothing novel about the importance of recognizing it, but uh, now we're going to work on it. We're going to work on it, uh, frame it a little bit, and, and focus, on, focus on all the good that we're surrounded by. So we'll start with the, we're going to skip the introduction. We'll just start with the first Vad again, page Reish Ayin Tess. So, Hamakir Tova, Shechavero Hetiv Imo, Yodea Shechavero Ohavo. Okay, so when a person recognizes the good that a person did to you, when you recognize the good that a person, someone does to you, then you know that your friend loves you. And uh, in, in his introduction, he, he elaborates on this. There is a Gemara that says that when a person gives a gift to someone, it's critical that they, imp- that they let the person know that they received a gift seems a little bit counterintuitive. Normally we think that we don't want, you know, we want to do things secretly. And the Gemara and Tosos distinguish, they say, no, when it comes to giving someone tzedakah, when it's a handout of some sort, then it's important that they don't know who it is because it's going to be shameful. But when it comes to a gift, a gift is a very different thing than a handout, right? So if a person needs something and I'm going to do it and, and they're going to be embarrassed, okay, then, then you do it in the most secretive way possible. But if you want to give a person a gift, the Gemara has this beautiful, uh, it gives this very beautiful example of a person who, let's say they're a baker or whatever it is, and they give some, some cake or something to a child, they want the parent to know that they gave them cake. So what do they do? Take a little bit of the chocolate and like wipe it on their cheek. Um, that's what the Gemara says. Okay, maybe don't do that nowadays. I don't know, whatever it is. But basically the point is that you want the child to come home with a little chocolate in your face. Why do you have chocolate in your face? Oh, the baker gave me, uh, you know, I was walking by the baker, the baker gave me a piece of cake. You know, whatever it is. The point is that we want the parent the parent to know. Why? Because, and, and he says, it must be, and, and again, based on different Gemaras, that the whole idea of a gift is to generate love. And that's what he says over here, that when a person recognizes that someone does something good to us, then, that, then you know that your friend loves you. Why else would they give you a gift, right? The Pasuk in Mishle, a beautiful Pasuk in Mishle says that, um, that, when, that, that the, when in water you have like face-to-face, the reflection that you have in the water, so too is the heart of a person to a person. And what that means is that just like when you look um, in, in water, uh, water being like the ancient mirror, and you see whatever you see, whatever your whatever face you have, you see reflected back to you. So too is the two hearts. That if someone has a certain heart towards you, a certain affection towards you, then that generates an affection back. And it's a it's an amazing pasuk because there there's there's a significant uh, literature, you know, psychological literature and testing right now, you know, about them that how people that if you smile at someone, it cause even a person doesn't smile back, it's causing them to have some form of smiling in their own face, in their own in their own head rather. Um, that even some of the the chemical reactions that we have for a smile. If you're smiling at me, then some of the chemical reactions that I have for a smile that I have when I'm happy. And I'm smiling actually take place. And so similarly, and that's what this Pasuk is saying, that when, I, when a person loves someone else, and when a person shows affection towards someone else, then it generates affection back in the opposite direction. So when a person um, recognizes that a person is giving them a gift and therefore loves them, then it generates, uh, then, it, then it creates, it generates a love between us. Okay, it's not, it's not a one-way street, as point is. It's something which, is, which generates a love in both directions. L'chein, gam hu and that's what he means, that therefore, if I know that you love me because you gave me a gift, then I will love you as well. And that increases love and friendship among the Jewish people. So clear, what, what comes out is that recognizing the good awakens love. 
And this is a great foundation, a great foundational idea when it comes to the wisdom of characteristics. That recognizing the good, appreciating the good brings a person to love. And therefore, it's such a foundational, basic uh, mida because of the impact of it. It's not just something which works on me alone, but it generates something between us, right? Many of the midos that we've been talking about until now is something which only impacts me. But when it comes to Takar Satov, it's not just that, oh, I become a more appreciating person, right? That's oftentimes the, the more... The literature right now, there's an incredible amount of literature over the past 20 years about the importance of, of, of Hakara Satov, um, you know, the, the, the journaling, right? This notion of uh, the gratitude journal, you know, it's a very, like, very vogue, very in vogue it was for the past, I don't know, 20 years or so. Um, but that, there the focus is very much on myself. I become a better person when I have a karsadov here, he's focusing on something a little bit different. It's not just that I become a better person, which is true for many of the Midos. Here, there is something which is generated between us. There is love, there is friendship, uh, there is a bond that is created between us. And therefore, it's again, a bit of a different angle, but he says that's why it's such an important thing, not just for the personal impact, but for the impact that happens interpersonally as well. Umiklal hain atashmeh and obviously from the positive, from what it is able to do, you're able, also able to hear what, what the, 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 the inference in the negative sense. Ahava ein He says, love which doesn't have hakarasatov, love which doesn't have appreciation, recognition, gratitude, is a love which doesn't have any, uh, any continuity. Mashal zug. Let's, let's give an example of a, of a couple. Adkama shigala ahava binehem bitchila. Okay, despite how much love they may have between them in the beginning, if throughout time, throughout the years, one of them is not appreciative of the other, then their love is not going to continue. And that love that once was there, that deep, intense, passionate love which was once there, if there is no hakara satov, there's no recognition and gratitude between them, it's able to transform, heaven forbid, into actual hatred. And that's true for all relationships. Banim v'horim, children and parents. Shutfim v'chavirim la'avoda, co-workers and colleagues when it comes to work. Balabayas u'poalim, an employer and employees. There must be hakara satov between them. If not, then their relationship is one that could ultimately uh, transform into hatred. And then it's impossible, he says. It's impossible that as time goes on, when people live together or work together, but here he's focusing on living together, it's impossible that it's impo- as we grow, as, as two people live together, it's impossible that perhaps when they met each other, they didn't recognize these things. But as time goes on, we recognize each other's flaws. We recognize the likuya nafsham, like the, the way their, their soul is, so to speak, uh, you know, uh, afflicted in a negative sense with, with negative characteristics and, and uh, negative uh, things that we're accustomed to. So as time goes on, we see the flaws that exist within each other. That's human nature. As long as, in addition to that, there's also an appreciation that they, 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 um, that they recognize the good that we receive, they're able to live, the, it's, he's using a Talmudic term, but in the same basket. You're able to live in a very tight 
proximity, right? Two people living together. Uh, you know, you, 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 you see, especially as you see the negativity that, you know, the negative traits that exist with one another and you're cramped together as big as your house may or may not be. You feel a little cramped and you feel like, why am I living with this person who perhaps has all these negative things, right? But as long as a person recognizes the good, as long as a person also, uh, not just the good, excuse me, but as long as a person is appreciative of the good that is bestowed upon them, that transforms everything. The Gemara in Yivamo says about uh, a person that has a negative spouse. The Gemara in Yivamo says, Gemara in is talking about uh, specifically people who are married to, to, to spouses who were quite troublesome and quite negative and had a lot of negative qualities. And the Gemara said, yeah, despite all that, despite some really, and the Gemara discusses specific cases of some really terrible qualities, but the Gemara says, okay, at the end of the day, a person has to be appreciative of the fact that the spouse helps the person, whether it's through children, whether it's through uh, in, in a moral fashion, but there still is something where there is room for Hakar Satov. And there it's talking about someone who's being framed as Ra, as someone who's bad, okay? Even if they are truly bad by the Gemara's objective qualifications, nonetheless, is there no Hakar Satov? Is there no good that is being bestowed up, uh, you know, from one to the other? The Orchas Chaim, the Rush, one of the great Talachic authorities, uh, in his, uh, in his, uh, he has a small book on, on, on Musar. And there he says, you know, human nature is that we focus, that we, that we, uh, you know, that we, that we ignore the good and we focus on the bad, right? So there's, there, there's a term for this. But whenever you walk into a room or whatever it is, what's the first thing you see? You see all the things that are disorganized, right? You see the, the, the book on the floor. You don't see that everything else is neat. You, you know, you see, we all see the, the, the stain and we don't see the, everything else that's clean, right? That's just human nature. Uh, our eyes gravitate towards that. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an important technique that we have in order to, to be able to assess a whole lot of information quickly that we focus on the thing that's out of place, right? So we do the same thing for characteristics. We don't focus on the fact that everything's pleasant. We focus on the one thing that's bad, right? Uh, that's just human nature. It's human nature. Okay, So we see from here, because on the one hand, it's so important because it'll enhance and enable our relationships to flourish. Because the more we are focusing on the good that was bestowed upon us, will enable our relationships to exist, even though we'll see bad. But also we know how hard it is because naturally we see the bad. We don't see the good, right? So therefore it's an incredibly important and, 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 and big, uh, large avoda, to work on this, that it's something on the contrary, just like it's natural for us to see what is wrong and what is broken and what is, what is out of place. Uh, it's incredibly important that we work on our kar satov to the point that it becomes something which is natural to us as well. Okay. So, um, so far, so good, right? So the basic point that he's making is what, two points. One is that Hakara Satov generates love. Hakara Satov is not just self-serving. Hakara Satov is something which generates love between people. Uh, we're all in relationships, whatever those relationships might be, and we want there to be those relationships to, to, uh, to continue to flourish. The way we do so is not by, uh, you know, is, 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 yes, we recognize the flaws that we have within the people around us, but the more we're able to recognize the good that they do to us, and every single relationship has good that we're receiving, the more that relationship is able to flourish. And at the same time, it's very hard because naturally we're inclined to not see the good and instead to see the bad. Okay. So mutav, it is good. It's important that when we work on this, it's not just an abstract thing or a thing in our mind, but it's something which has a physical action attached to it. 
We find in the section of Bikurim, it's written over there, Uvasa Lakoin. So Bikurim writes a person in, when living in Eretz Yisrael, the first fruit that they had, they'd have to bring a basket full of those first fruits. They bring them to Yushalayim. And, and the Pasuk says about this, about this ceremony, Uvasa Lakoin Mahem, that you bring this basket to the Kohen who is in those days, Vamarta Elav. And you say, and then it gives a whole passage of that you have to say. Uh, you have to go through the whole, you know, short summary of Jewish history. And basically you end up saying thank you to Hashem for giving you these fruits. And, and Rashi over there quoting the Sifra says, why, why does it say, Ve'amarte love? She'encha kafoy tova. That you have to say it to demonstrate that you are not, what's the opposite of, 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 of having gratitude? Uh, I don't know if there's a term. Ingratitude. Ingratitude. You don't have ingratitude. Kafoy Tova is like, yeah, it's like the, the obvious, like you're basically like uh, negating the good. Yeah, ing- fine. Ingratitude, but, but negating the good. So what, what do we see from there? It's critical that you say the words of Bikurim out loud, right? In other words, it's not enough that a person comes to the base of Migdash and brings the basket to the Kohen and sits there and meditates on the fact that Hashem has given us the land of it, took us out of Egypt and gave us the land of Israel and gave me a personal piece of land and gave me these first root. Not enough. Not enough. I have to actually say, Vamarte love, Rashi and the Sifra, on those words that you say it out loud, that you say it, there, that's where you learn that you're someone who has gratitude. Until you said those words, even if you were thinking them, it's simply not enough. Okay, Misham Raya, from there we have a proof. It's critical that a person expresses their gratitude specifically with their mouth, and not to hide it in one's heart. Nislamate, and therefore let us learn. Again, three times a day. Okay, that three times a day that we recognize the good that people do to us. And that we use specific words to express that we recognize the good that they've done to us. And what he means by that is not the generic thank you, but rather thank you for X, Y, or Z. It's actually expressing a little bit more how, in what way I'm grateful for the thing. You know, this is so helpful for me that you're doing X. This is so wonderful, you know, that you're doing Y. I really appreciate how, you know, you, you're, 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 you're bagging my, my, my groceries or whatever it might be, right? It's not thank you. It's actually giving words to explain how you are recognizing the good that is being done to you. Okay? Lefidarkenu, according to our way. Again, his, his theory that we've saw from the beginning is we don't look for big things. Big things, that, 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 that's hard to find, right? We, want, we look for small things. Okay, so you're in a store and you're looking for something in particular and the person finds you that particular thing, okay? Or the male person who brings us letters. Is this not a good and it's true the person's getting paid, but who cares? At the end of the day, the person is doing something good for me. So it's true they're getting paid, and there is a self-serving element to what they're doing. At the end of the day, what they are doing is something which is good for me, and I should demonstrate that I appreciate the good that they are doing. Okay? Right? So someone who is a waiter bringing us food or someone who is uh, cleaning our house. Each of them, we, we should recognize and appreciate the good. And all of them deserve a good word. And certainly someone who does something greater. Certainly someone like a spouse who isn't getting paid right, to, to do X, to do Y. They're just helping us. They just you know, did something nice for us, right? 
How often do we say more than thank you? But this is, I'm so appreciative of the fact that you did whatever, fill in the blank, right? That, that's, that's what we're looking to do. Okay, if we teach ourselves and accustom ourselves with this, another thing that will come out of all this is that we will realize that the world is filled with chesed. Think about it. The amount of things that we are the recipients of on a regular basis, right? If we're looking for it, then we'll see. Like everything, the world is filled with chesed. Again, chesed is not just when someone does something for free, but any time that someone is doing something for someone else, that is, broadly speaking, part of chesed. The amount of pieces that were necessary for, you know, for, for anything to function, for, for us to go to a store, the amount of people that have to be working uh, to get everything in order, from the cleaning staff to the people managing things behind the, you know, in, in the back rooms or whatever it's going to be, and all the, you know, it, it's incredible. It's incredible. One of the exercises we do with, uh, we have a Bar and Bat Mitzvah program that we have for the kids. Um, so one, you know, we try to teach them about chesed, uh, just opening their eyes. So we, we challenge them. Uh, you know, we, we, we have like food, whatever, pizza, whatever it is, and we challenge them to find, to create the, who could create the longest list of people that that we need to be grateful for for getting us this pizza here, right? So they all start off with like the delivery guy and then they're like, wait, well, that's one person, right? So then they start talking about the pizza store and then they go back to like, wait, the pre- people who deliver the milk to the pizza store then, and then there's the farmer who milked the cow and then, you know, uh, no, 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 the people who paved the roads, right? I'm saying you start to think of it, the people who paved the road, the people who created the maps to create, you know, to start to figure out where to align and it's like, whoa, right? And, and we don't think that way, right? None of us think that way, but... But we could, and we should, right? To recognize that the world is there's the world is filled with people doing things for others, and yes, we get paid. Yes, some of it's self-serving, but at the end of the day, um, the world is filled with chesed. It's also different. I, I mean, I, I found it's different that um, there 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 are things that you know you can be paid to do, but how you do it. That's true. Matters. That's true. That's very true. That's very true. That's very very true. There are people, right? There are people. Right. Is it, is it uh, yeah, uh, that, that's, that's true. Um, so you can be very appreciative, even, even, I mean, I'm just saying, even despite, you know, regardless of whether or not they're being paid for it, you can still be appreciative of the fact that they did it to save their punishment. Right. They did it, you know, they were trying to be helpful, things like Right, that. right. Or, or simply, they did it consistently, right? Even if, uh, even if, and, and, and whether they did a, went the extra mile or not, but even the, the fact that it's... It's, it's hard to really make that. But very that's often, true, that's true. The thing is that very often people do. In other words, most people want to, want to do their job well. 100%. 100%. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Okay. Vakirenu zos. And we recognize this. Tisrabe banu chiba vareus. So again, as he said earlier, so we'll recognize the world is filled with chesed, and the more we recognize the world is filled with chesed, again, it's not just me changing me, but it's recognize it's generating love. It's generating the fact that, wow, this world is filled, if the world is filled with chesed, then the world is filled with love. Why is the male, uh, you know, person skipping as they, I don't know, whatever, they're really nice male, I don't know if you noticed, like, they're really, really nice. Uh, a lot of the people over here, right? So, wow, amazing, they're doing this chesed to me, and they're all friendly, and whatever it is. So, okay, we've just generated love between us, right? We've just generated a a, a wonderful relationship. Um, so again, as we said, the, the, the store owner is also doing kindness with us. Even though we're paying him and this is his parnasa. Okay, fine. So, um, uh, okay, so there's a, a piece which he wants us to see uh, titled, There is Chesed in Everything, okay, which is exactly what we're saying. Zo nasa This is what we're going to do. We will teach ourselves to recognize the good in three people. Okay, so he's almost putting it on two levels. And you know, I, I, I've, I've actually been a little bit hesitant uh, from these last pieces. The threes have gotten me. You know, with his theory of keeping things light, I've found that, you know, three times 
was a little much. Like Zrizos, like we had the last thing. Okay, so you know, I could rent a shul, maybe. Uh, but I rent to three things a lot. So I was, go- I was going to say, no matter what he was going to say, to bring it down to one, but I think, and, and with, I don't know, I'm only feedback, but, but this, this, I think we could handle three. I think we could handle three. And again, the three, the bare minimum of three is just simply to thank three people. The ideal within the three is to thank the three people and to verbalize, to, for, to, to articulate why we are appreciative of what they've done, right? To give a little bit more expression, um, you know, a person's bagging, thank, to your point, like, thank you for bagging so, you know, the, the, so nicely or so kindly. Or thank you for being so, thank you for smiling. Uh, you know, whatever it might be, there's just like a, a, we could put that extra word of what we appreciate and looking for it. And again, so just let, let's, let's summarize. There's a, there's a lot, th- a lot here. Again, we all know that appreciation is good, but uh, appreciation is not just self-serving. Uh, the more we appreciate, the more we generate love between people. Um, it's critical in all relationships, certainly the relationships of those that we're closest with. Uh, it's normal for us to see the bad, but what, what overrides the bad is the fact that we recognize how much good. And, and again, anyone in any relationship, uh, certainly married, everyone here is married, you know, there's just, it's, it's endless. It's endless what we do for one another and to simply not take, and to not take that for granted and to, to recognize it, to verbalize it um, is something which, which generates love. Again, it's not enough just to think it. Uh, it's important that we speak it out and not just speak it out, but if we can, if we can, to to give proper expression um, in terms of what it is that we're grateful for, and then that, that really generates the, the love and appreciation and the karsatov that we're looking for. Okay, have a great day.